keep peace. Hi there and welcome on this week's edition of Wag the Dog FM. My name is Philip Borgmans, I'm your host, like every single week, and uh, we'll be talking about Barcelona. Not about the city, I know, it's a holiday period, but we'll be talking about the Barcelona principle. So this edition is all about measurement and evaluation of communications. Barcelona principles were uh, set up in the context of AMEC, the International Association for the Measurement and Evaluation of Communication. And I was lucky enough to have Richard Bagnall in front of the microphone. Uh, Richard is a 20-year veteran uh, of the PR and communications measurement industry. He had his own company called Metrica for 18 years, then Solitog Organa, another organization where he was MD of Global Insights for five years. And then last year, he joined Prime Research, where he leads the company's traditional and social media measurement consultancy practice throughout Europe. Uh, Richard is the board director of AMEC, so the link with the Barcelona Principles is very close here. And he also um, is a member of the CIPR social media panel. And he does also uh, advisory work for the UK government uh, around strategy. And so, uh, again, we will have a 30-35 minute talk here about the Barcelona Principles. We'll go through each and every one of it and then discuss some of the new developments. So I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, here we go. Richard, welcome on Wag the Dog. Thank you for being uh, on the show. Philippe, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Now, it's great to have you because the topic uh, that we'll be discussing, measurement, evaluation and the Barcelona principles, is something that I had uh, on the agenda for a long time. So finally, uh, we can have this uh, this chat. Now, maybe, um, Richard, just before we get into the real details of the discussion, maybe uh, for some of the colleagues listening to this, can you just give a, a general overview of what the Barcelona Principles are and how they came about? Yeah, so the Barcelona Principles, there's seven of them. Uh, they're celebrating their fifth birthday this year. They're agreed at Amex's uh, second international conference in Barcelona uh, back in 2010. And they're a result of some work between um, many of the leading global uh, public relations trade associations. So it's a mixture of the Global Alliance, ECO, the Institute for Public Relations, the PRSA, the Public Relations Society of America, and of course, AMEC, which is the International Association for the Measurement and Evaluation of Communications. Um, these different trade associations have got together because we could see that um, there was too much confusion in the marketplace about how best uh, to measure communication. So we wanted to give um, top-level guidance, some, some, some basic principles that an entire industry could get behind and agree uh, on how best to measure measure communication. So that's why this, the, the seven um, principles were put to the vote in front of a global audience of over 200 practitioners um, and, and were voted upon, and, and that's how they, they, they were decided. Would you like me to re re read them out to, the, uh, to your audience? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Let's, let's cover the seven principles, yeah. Okay, so there's, there's seven of them. Um, number one is the importance of goal setting and measurement. Number two, measuring the effect on outcomes is preferred to measuring outputs. Number three, the effect on business results can and should be measured where possible. Number four is that media measurement requires both quantity and quality. Number five, perhaps most famously, is that AVEs, advertising value equivalents, are not the value of public relations. Number six, social media can and should be measured. And number seven, that transparency and replicability are paramount to sound measurement. Yeah, and, and I think it's, it's, um, it's a sign of the times that you've decided as a group to put 
a principle in there, number five, AVEs are not the value of PR. I personally know at least one PR colleague, I will not mention names, uh, but but who's still reporting in AVEs? And and it's so, it, it tells so much that you have, the, all these people have put that in the principles. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I think that's right. We need to draw a line um, a line in the sand about them and, and declaring them as an invalid metric was, was part of that process. However, five years on, um, the one person that you've, you've kindly chosen not to mention, <laughs> he's, I'm afraid he's not alone. Mm. Uh, most research that I see, including a, a, a global piece of research that Amex recently commissioned, implies that about 35% of the industry um, is still using them as a metric, despite all the education uh, around the fact and this, this global agreement that they are not the value of public relations and worse, they're not a valid metric to be using. So 35% of communicators... 35% of companies are still using them as a metric in their reports. And those, wow. of course, are the ones that are, that, that, that are admitting to it. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, on the one hand, you can say, well, there's good progress because 65% aren't. Um, on the other hand, you could say, well, if one in three people are still using them, um, you know, we've got a problem. Yeah. I recently wrote a um, blog post over on Reagan.com. Um, I think you find it under 16 reasons why AVEs um, on the value of PR, you know, 16 clear reasons why you should not be using this metric. Um, and people still are using it. And I'm afraid they're building themselves up problems um, for the future. Yeah, I'll definitely link to that blog post in uh, in the show notes. Another one I think is uh, social media can and should be measured. I think that is there. The, the, the idea, and again, is just experience that I have talking to colleagues in the industry, but there are people generally going to social media. Of course, we can measure that. It's clickable. It's online. We get nice reports. So th there is a totally different view on if it happens online, we can measure it. Of course, no questions asked. If it's offline, then suddenly it gets very fuzzy. Yeah. Um, well, I think I think that's right. I think one of the problems with social media is that um, we are, as, as communicators, we're overwhelmed with data points about it. Every, um, every vendor with every kind of tool um, is offering charts and, 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 and um, dashboards. Um, my big fear, though, is that what we're being tempted to do is, is to count the stuff that's easy to count, um, but not measure the stuff that matters. And actually, this explosion of, of content um, and online conversations is really forcing the communicator to think, what is it that I'm trying to do? What does success look like? Because I'm afraid the answer isn't a number of likes. Uh, or a number of impressions. Um, the, the, the business leaders of today are seeing through those numbers, many of which can be gamed and bought and cheated, um, and they want to actually understand how is PR contributing to my, my business's objectives, and that's where we need to be moving our thinking. Yeah, I think one of the things I, I found very interesting was the reaction of the public relations community. Of course, uh, first it was the marketing community, but when Facebook came out and and people discovered, so to say, that only 2% engagement was happening on Facebook pages. And then suddenly when everyone went, oh, you see, you have to put money in there and do advertising, which, again, I think is a wrong decision. No, Facebook works. If you if one of your objectives, for instance, is creating a community, then it works. Then you don't care about the 2% uh, because you, you manage the community and you, you put a lot of time in community management, which is a different goal, of course, than, than many marketeers or PR people would like to have. So, uh, coming back to number one, the importance of goal setting again. Yeah, well, I think um, for many years, 
the uh, comms industry has has um, been bad at, at, at planning. Not enough of us have sat down before we do any activity and define what success looks like uh, and really thought through the, the, the process. What we need to do is we need to understand our organization objectives, work out how our communications objectives map to them, and only then start to think, well, what is it that I want to do in terms of my strategy and my tactics? And only then think about, well, how can I, how can I measure this um, properly? And uh, one of the um, roles that I enjoy is I, I do a lot of work advising the Cabinet Office at, at the UK government about um, making sure that their communications and measurement is um, is fit for the future. And one of the conversations we often have there is that the temptation in a PR or comms role is just to start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So whether you're an agency or whether you're new into a role, um, you, 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 you start working and you think, well, what does success look like? That, that sort of legacy success pressure, if you like, is to generate content. But now we need to move beyond that thought to think, well, actually, no, it's not. It's it's what's the real objective? Is it to raise awareness? Is it to drive sales? Is it to help reduce costs? Is it to drive footfall, uh, hits to websites, etc.? What are the real outcomes that this organization is looking for us to do? And how does my communications map against that? And that's where we've been bad. And that's where I think a lot of work needs to be done to really help the industry to understand that they play a very important part uh, in those organizational goals. And they need to be talking about it with confidence. Yeah. yeah. One of the things um, when I look at the, the principles, uh, just to go further with number three, for instance, the, the effect of business results can and should be measured where possible. Yeah. I think what what I think is interesting in there is that if we want to do this and we should do that, we need to talk to our marketeer colleagues. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Sil- I mean, silos are coming down in organizations anyway, and they need to come down further. Often, a lot of the data that we need is sitting um, within the organization already. Um, market research, information sales data, all that kind of stuff that we need access to. Um, and we want to be linking up with with our communications measurement um, as, as, as well. Mm. That also, also means that we as PR people need to understand also the, the, the much more sales-driven marketing principles and measurement systems that they have in place, Yeah, uh, which is not always the case. I think we, we do speak a different language from time to time and we not always know uh, exactly uh, the, the, the latest results of an email marketing campaign. While we should know that and maybe use the same tactics, why not? So there, there is a, there is still a, a discrepancy, I think. Yeah, well, we need to be talking the same language of the business if we want to remain relevant um, in in this new world. I mean, what we're finding more and more is that we're competing uh, against um, other disciplines that used to sit very much in separate silos. Um, advertising is 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 moving into the world of PR at a rapid rate because people trust um, the earned media; they don't trust. Um, yeah, adverts as much as, 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 as they used to, so that the advertising industry isn't going to take this lying down, and they're looking to move into our space. Um, if we want to command the budgets, if we want to defend our space, we need to be talking that language of business, but frankly, we need to be also moving equally into, into those other, other realms ourselves. And Philippe, you touched on it yourself earlier when you talked about um, you know, if you had a Facebook campaign, the importance of also including a paid media strategy in, in, mm-hmm. in your communications objectives. Absolutely uh, crucial to do that. 
Yeah, no, I think more and more that we see that um, we are part of a larger uh, campaign, if we talk campaigns, for instance, and that we, we need to understand it. And it is a mix of good public relations. It is a mix of good marketing. It is a mix of good sales enablement and all these things. But uh, yeah, but, but that is one of the things I think that social media definitely did as well, is is at least partially already break down those walls. Because online, of course, it's it's much more mixed together, and uh, and we can do, of course, much more as well. Yeah, I think it. You know, I, I completely agree. And what what social media has done is it's called into question a lot of the metrics, the what the industry calls the output metrics mm-hmm. uh, that we've counted on in the past: so volumes of clips, number of messages. Um, those type of very basic counting things, and it said, are these metrics still? still valid what are they really telling me what has actually happened i've given you a load of cash you've run the campaign what have you achieved for my organization um, and we need to move that conversation um further towards well what is what what is it that we've achieved for the organization how have we have we mapped to their organizational goals do, do you see um a, a change in attitude towards for instance let's talk about let's say that we are going to run a public relations campaign and the influence that we want to have is is change behavior. Um, I'm just thinking, let's say that we want to stop people uh, smoking, for instance. Yeah, uh, very, yeah. Very broad, okay. We have to have an example. But do you think that more and more PR people are starting to invest or at least request budget also for pre- and post-analysis surveys to exactly know if perception has been changed or have, have, we, have we stopped people from picking up a cigarette? Do, do you, because that is something that I think... Not a lot of PR people do. It's just mm. an impression I have. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I, when I discuss this with colleagues, I never, we never go like, oh yeah, you know, at, when we did the post analysis, we saw that that much percent. Yeah, it's, well, it's most of the time not part of the discussion. Yeah, no, you're right, Philippe, and um, it's a, it's a great example, not least because I mentioned this work I do with the cabinet office, and we I've had um, NHS. Uh, Britain, the, the, the National Health Service in Britain, mm-hmm. actually come in and present on a no smoking campaign um, and, 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 and show us what they'd done. And they had actually done uh, exactly what you're talking about there. So there they had measured um, the numbers of smokers before the pre-testing, um, run the campaign, and then measured the number of smokers afterwards and were able to point to the success that they'd uh, that they'd had and that way being able to prove the value. But I think it's only the, the thought leaders in the space um, that, that are doing that. So I'd agree with you that there's nothing like enough of that real best practice going on. However, I am definitely seeing more and more of it now. And, you know, I'd, um, I'd really urge your uh, listeners and readers to, um, to start to think about this. Um, if we're going to do something, we need to understand where we are before we start to do it. So we need to do some pre-testing of whatever it might be, whatever the objective we're trying to support is. Then we need to, that, that, that helps us understand why we're going to do our campaign. Then we need to say, well, what would success look like? And success isn't, we want a number of likes or we want a number of clips or we want, even we want to be in this media. Success surely is that we want to drive that outcome, that organizational change that's desired at the end. So how does our communications activity map against that? And then ultimately, once we've done it, Let's measure again. Let's look at what's happened uh, and let's see what we can learn in terms of actual outtakes and outcomes, not just the outputs. 
Yeah, 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 and it's it's the outcome that. But but then again, it goes back as we already said. I'm, I'm repeating myself, but still, the goal setting is so crucial, and and really so understanding crucial. what do we want to achieve in what yeah. time frame on what scope. Yeah, uh, geography. So, yeah. But so often missed. Yeah, this is this is the thing, and and I feel I can say this as you know, I am a, I I used to have roles in in com, so I've been both in house and and. Uh, um, uh, PR agencies as well, and obviously spend my life helping and working with these guys. Too often, we just, for time pressure, for budget pressures, for so many reasons, we just don't sit down and really set those objectives and plan before we before we work. So if we don't start there, it becomes very difficult then to understand what what we have actually achieved, and then of course to prove our value. Yeah, and I think proving the value, that is where it is different with um, marketing slash advertising, yeah. where those people do spend money. Of course, they, 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 they achieve bigger budgets, but but I know for certain that parts of those budgets are immediately set into measurement and, and proving the value that they've created, sure. be it in sales or whatever, but uh, they, they do that. So we should definitely do that. And I think there's another reason why the pressure will be more on PR as well, is that more and more companies are are accepting and CEOs are accepting that reputation uh, has an impact on on the bottom line. Yeah. So it, it it it's it's becoming. We've been saying in the PR industry, oh, we should have a you know a, a spot on the on on C level in the board, uh, and and we want to influence and we want and reputation is important. Now suddenly these people understand it because studies have proven that it has an impact on really the value of an organization. So it will not be for long that our bosses come down and say, okay, so, you know, what are you going to do now? Yeah. And, and of course, if we continue to just give them a hopeless output metrics and AVEs, which they don't understand, mm. uh, and they can't really be uh, defended when they start asking questions about them, then we're never going to get that, that seat on the board that we, that we deserve. I totally agree with you. An organization's reputation is everything. It takes years to build, no time to lose. Uh, if an organization goes into any kind of major crisis, the first person the CEO is coming to see is the head of comms, the, the head of PR. But why isn't that person on the board all of the time, sitting at that that, that, that C-level table as you're talking about? And I genuinely believe it's because we're not talking the right language of the business in terms of proving our value, in terms of what it is that the business is trying to achieve and how we map to that. And the sooner we start to do that, the better. Yeah. Well, what is the what is the so the the, the principles in itself uh, presented on June seventeen two thousand and ten? What is the future? What is what is happening? What is happening? Yeah. With the principles. Well, well, loads, loads actually. So, um, I mean, it's great, great timing to 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 be on the um, to be on this conversation with you. So, we just had um, another international summit just a couple of weeks ago in Stockholm, um, and at that summit, um, we've we've decided to. Um, revisit the principles. So um, one of the issues you can see with them is that they're quite generic and they're quite top line. So, I mean, number six, social media can and should be measured. Well, okay, but but how do we do that? Um, you know, what should we do? Can we have a bit more detail? So one of the things we're going to do is 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 revisit the principles and a working group's been set up by Amec that's going to uh, reach out and link to the other trade associations as well. And we're going to look to to bring these up to date, if you like. But these are top level guidance. Um, they're not they're not a framework or a process on how to actually apply a credible measurement thinking. Uh, it's one thing to say you shouldn't do AVEs. Well, the natural question that comes back is 
well, what should we do? We yeah, need to treasure. offer best practice and, and, and guidance and advice. So um, very fortunately in my the social media group at AMEC that I chair, I was fortunate to work with a very um, smart, intelligent man called Don Bartholomew of Ketchum, who unfortunately um, just passed away a couple of weeks ago. But Don um, and I worked together um, and produced... Uh, what we called at the time a social media measurement framework. And that was an approach to think about how could you measure this stuff in terms of, um, if you like, the marketing funnel and moving from from an emphasis on outputs to, to outtakes, what, what what's your end audience now think and outcomes, what have they now done? Um, and, and apply this across the different channels that and the different tactics that, that that communicators are working in so so we launched the social media measurement framework two years ago it's broken down by earned media owned media so all the all the content marketing mm-hmm. that we're working in and then of course paid media as well and then what we realized once we put this out into the marketplace and it started to be used was actually this wasn't it was slightly misnamed being called a social media measurement framework because this was actually an integrated communications measurement framework. It actually was a, f- a framework for measuring integrated communications work as most practitioners are now starting to do. So what AMEC, the other, the other thing that AMEC is now doing is we're saying let's, let's actually update this. Let's do even more work on that framework. Um, and, Actually, now it will be it will be uh, relaunched later this year as an integrated communications measurement framework. So it'll be a single approach to measuring your traditional media, your online media, your offline media across earned, owned, um, and paid channels, and moving from that focus on counting what's easy to count those outputs that don't really prove value um, to the outtakes that you've achieved in terms of what your your target audiences now think and the outcomes in terms of, of what they've done, now done with a big emphasis on using this framework by sitting down and, and there'll be an interactive web tool as well and you'll be able to say, what are my objectives? Um, what, why am I doing this campaign? Or why, why, why are we here? What are we trying to achieve? You, you link right through from those objectives, from setting targets, defining what success looks like right through to the end outcomes and then measuring it every step of the way. And I'm really excited about it. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's going to be a really powerful tool. It will be available for everybody to use um, for free. It's not proprietary to any one supplier. It works uh, for all organizations of all sizes um, from no budget to, to, to big budgets. So um, really exciting times on that front. Yeah, and, and that will be interesting because uh, you mentioned I strongly believe in tools, in the concept of a tool instead of a theory or, or things like that. When when you give people a tool, it becomes very, very workable. Uh, so people can really, really use it day in, day out, and then it becomes a habit and then, you know, it, things move forward. So that will be great to see that. When, when yeah. is that planned? When is... Uh, well, so the, we, we came back from Stockholm um, with a commitment to crack on with it. I've, I'm chairing a working group. We want to have international buy-in. Um, so we're having representatives from, from different organizations uh, on all of the different continents. Um, the first meeting to start talking about it will be September. And we want to have a, um, a, a, a first version out before the end of the year with a plan to have a live interactive website as, as part of Amex. Mm-hmm. Um, website 
um, from from the new year. So we want right. to, you know, we, we don't want to sit on it. We want to actually crack on. But the, the reason I think we can do this so quickly is that so much of this work is already done and the thinking's already been done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sits, you know, for the, for the sake of the listeners, it sits, uh, at, you, you'll find it at Amex website. Amex website is Amec, org, A-M-E-C-O-R-G, dot com. Um, and the social media measurement framework, if you look at the earned, owned and paid um, model that's that's what we'll be developing but it, i mean in many ways it, it 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 already gives you a lot of the stuff that you need right now we've got we've got menus of potential metrics that you can consider we've got definitions uh terms all those kind of things because i think that causes a lot of confusion as well it's important that we get the industry to speak the same mm-hmm. language and to mean what it says and says what it means no i think it's a, it's a great initiative i'll i'll definitely link to the the website as well uh, great. And, and do you have representatives of the uh, eacd european association of communication directors on there or linked with them um Not that I'm aware of. I'd need to check with our chief exec, uh, Barry Legator, but mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's um, opportunity for that, and we'd yeah. very much welcome it. I came to your conference last year, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, we Yeah, but it was it was great to be there. So good luck no, for the conference I, I, next week. Yeah, as well. it's next week, so it will be uh, again a two uh, two three days of uh, very hectic, but very interesting times. But yeah. uh, I, I know the I know the people who uh, run the um, the measurement and evaluation uh, working group. So I I, I will send them proactively. Uh, the links that we mentioned here because they will be interested yeah please do and please give them my contact details for so on do you see do you see a difference when we talk about measurement and evaluation between the agency world and the in-house world who um agencies are definitely embracing measurement in a way that they never used to i mean many of them see it as um as a way of adding value, but of course also adding revenue for, for, for themselves. Sure. They're in a very good position to do so because of course they're so close to um, the communications council that they really understand the strategy and the objectives of their different clients. Um, so very much em- embracing it. I think they're, they're very strong at being able to offer um insight in a way that perhaps some of the more legacy measurement companies aren't so good at um, because they, un- they you know the, the, the agencies really understand the target audiences that they've been trying to reach they can really see those insights perhaps in a way that some of the some of the legacy management companies aren't aren't so good at mm-hmm. of course some of the legacy management companies say well that's all very well but you don't get um, impartial and un- unbiased um feedback, feedback if, course, if you yeah. use the same agency to to um to measure as well as implement your your work but i mean i think the industry is growing up and i think that you know i can think of some some great practice in fact this year at the uh amex summit we have an awards ceremony and uh ketchum um i think one certainly two gold medals for some of their some of the work that they've been doing and you know some really good work there so so from from an industry perspective what would you say are are the you know the most important things now that 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 we need to do because uh, okay let's say that we know there's uh, we have the principles uh, we'll go to integrated marketing comms uh, work workflow we'll have a, a, a tool um We are growing up. What, what do you see as a, as a next big challenge for when we talk about measurement and evaluation in, in PR or in communications? Uh, the, the biggest challenge to my mind is education. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't think that the um, the courses teaching teaching public relations do enough um, on education uh, in in terms of best practice for for measurement. I, I meet so many people coming out into the marketplace who've done one of these courses um, who just haven't really grasped the importance of proper proper measurement. So I'd, I'd love to see it, it, even more emphasis put on it on these courses. And, and that, I mean, I, I don't want to say that every course and every university uh, is, is, is at the same level because they're not. There is some very good practice at some of them, but I'd like to see that whole education sector get, get raised. I'd like to see a lot more ongoing, continual education on the importance of measurement once you're in the workplace as well. Because at the moment, the real problem that, that I think the industry has um, is that the um, there aren't educators educating our industry. And in that absence, we're confusing salesmen of different products as educators, they come in, they do a pitch, and they say, my tool does this, my yeah. tool measures your ROI, mm -hmm. my tool proves your value. But actually, their tools just count stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's no wonder that our industry is confused. Mm, yeah. um, so, and, and so I'd like to see a lot more emphasis on, on training and education and best practice. That, of course, means that, um, you know, the senior the senior communications professionals like the listeners to your to your show um, need to be committing time and resource to sitting down and thinking about this stuff because you know the good news is it's it's not as difficult as it seems. Um, I often say that the more things have changed, the more they've actually stayed the same. What do we need to do? We need to really understand what our organization's trying to do, how our communications maps to that, what our strategy should be, what our tactics should be, and only then work out what we should measure. Um, we shouldn't be just buying a tool because some salesman's told us that it, 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 it proves value. So education, understanding, um, better planning, setting objectives at the beginning so we can really understand whether we've moved the needle, whether we've had a proper um, effect as well, and really linking to, to defined um, objectives as well. Uh, it's, it's one of those questions that I always, always ask when I'm on the, on the jury in a PR school here in, yeah. in, in, in Belgium. Uh, yeah. When these students come over and they, you know, they present their PR campaigns and it's all worked out with a working website and and, and it's sometimes I'm really blown away of the quality. But then when I ask my question, so how are you going to measure that? Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they most Sometime. of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think one of the problems we've got is digital media has meant that a lot more people are now able to access content mm -hmm. um, via automation and platforms, and we've got private equity monies come into the industry. Um, we've, we've got all of these um, tools offering content. They're offering some basic measurement, um, and it's driving the price down. And I think that the marketplace often confuses monitoring and measurement and insights as the same thing. And I think that they're not. Monitoring Sourcing your clips is a commodity. You should not pay much for it. You should, you know, many, many people only use Google. You know, it's free if you just use Google. I'm not saying you should only use Google because to many organizations, you need to do more and you do need a paid service. But that sourcing of clips is a basic commodity. Driving the insight and understanding what this means is far more of a 
of, of, of a consultative service because you can only measure what's appropriate. You only understand what's appropriate when you understand what it is that your organization is trying to do and you can shape that measurement against it. It's not something that you can just build once and sell many times through a platform and a portal. And when I hear measurement companies, particularly in the US, they have this term, um, they, call, they call them vendors, they so, say, you know, we want the vendors to come in on Tuesday and you get given half an hour to present, uh, you know, to do your pitch. I see an industry that's getting this stuff wrong. Measurement and insight takes time. It takes expertise. It takes thinking um, and it takes consultancy. Yeah. Monitoring is a commodity. And, you know, my, my plea to your listeners is please bear that in mind and separate those two things. No, I fully agree on that, and I, I'm, I'm working with two different tools uh, d- that do monitoring and analytics. But again, the human aspect in their understanding a business, uh, connecting the dots, uh, doing the interpretation of the of the huge amount of data that you get—that is the real work, uh, and that's where the value is. And I do see uh, some vendors, uh, which started out as pure technology platform vendors. Uh, now seeing the value of being able to translate that and then getting into a bit of consulting as well. So, but it is true. Monitoring and analysis is, is a totally different thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Richard, I'm aware of your time. You, I know you have another call. Uh, so my final question to you, uh, <laughs> measurement evaluation. We, we know that there is a huge emphasis on the need for training why you think will will and it's a bit of a of a I know a crystal ball question, but where do you see measurement and evaluation going? Let's say the next five years, uh, in in the context of course of our profession in public relations, will it increase? Will it become something understood? Or what what are the tendencies that you see? Uh, I think it will definitely continue to increase. I see a lot of effort being done in terms of predictive analytics. Um, people trying to understand. If they do this, then what will happen? And if you can crack that code, um, I mean, the value of that is, of course, um, significant. Um, How confident am I that we'll get there? I'm not sure. Um, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, we're trying to understand the world's most complex being, and that's humans. I, I, I wanted to buy a car for my new family recently. Um, everything that uh, I'd sort of read and my brand loyalty and all of those sort of usual metrics, if you like, yeah. and had, had led me towards thinking I wanted to buy a, 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 a little BMW 3 Series car. I went into the into the showroom, had a bad experience with the salesman, uh, and I didn't. That was the end of me and BMW, and I've ended up buying a secondhand Golf. Yeah. How how would you? by looking at just social media content or any kind of online content and actually understand that complex journey that I went on. I'm sure all the listeners can think of their own versions of that. Are we ever going to get there? I don't know. I just think humans are a bit, a bit, bit too complex. I certainly think that um, measurement evaluation is going to continue to grow. Um, I think insight is going to be important. I remind everyone that an insight is not something that says this chart has gone from 12 to 15. Uh, <laughs> that, that's not insight. Um, insight's really basically listening to the audience. We've got this unbelievable opportunity right now. We've got all this content, all these conversations happening um, online, uh, and that's a great opportunity to, to treat it as, as market research and a listening tool. Um, Professor Jim McNamara 
uh, one of the leaders in our sector has just written a great research project on this where he's looked at how do organizations actually listen. They all say that they listen, but they're not really listening. They're using these social channels as a broadcast um, medium just to broadcast their messages down. And that's not having a conversation, that's not listening, and that's missing half the opportunity. And I think organizations are going to realize they're not using it properly and perhaps they're going to really start to, to listen to their audience um, and really glean the insights that can help them with their strategy. So I see it as, as, as exciting, uh, still as growth, um, getting more important, I'd urge us all to think about proving our value with credible, meaningful metrics, tell the story of measurement um, and shape it against what our organization's trying to do. Um, and that's what we need to do as, as, as silos come down and we continue to live in the age of accountability. Great stuff, Richard. Thank you very much for uh, this half hour and making the time. Stay in touch because there are a couple of things that you announced. So in the next couple of months, do send me an email and uh, I'll, I'll gladly make time to discuss the, the things that are happening around measurement, uh, evaluation and the Barcelona principle. So thank you again for being on the show. You bet, Philippe. And it's always a pleasure um, to have an opportunity to talk to, to people about, you know, interested in, me in measurements and evaluation. So thank you to you and everyone who's, who's dialed in for your time. Um, and you guys too, please stay in touch. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is at my name is one word. So at Richard Bagnell. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, come on, admit it. This was an interesting edition, right? All about measurement and evaluation. Great stuff in here. So don't forget to check out the links on the website, the show notes on Wag the Dog FM. Uh, I've got uh, the frameworks on there. So the, a uh, the AMEC frameworks for the Barcelona principles. There's a user guide in there. There's a microsite, all these things. So do check them out. Great resources that you can use day in, day out for your measurement and evaluation plans. Now, if you like the show, please check out uh, iTunes. I would like a review. That's just a couple of stars to click and uh, feedback to give, which is important. That will uh, keep me motivated and keep the Wag Dog uh, podcast on top of the uh, iTunes results pages, which is important. Until next week, I hope you enjoy your holidays if you have them. And don't forget, it's simple. Once you've registered through iTunes, you know, Bag the Dog will follow you on the beach. So uh, you won't have to miss one single edition in the next couple of weeks if you're traveling. And uh, until next week then, do the right thing. Keep the peace.